So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 264, men and their greatest fear. You know, there's a lot of talk about attachment styles. Sarah continued to date uh, narcissists who had avoidant attachment style. When we started coaching, her relationship history looked like a bunch of very charismatic guys that would shine like the sun on her, making her feel special and amazing early on and when they were available. And then they would be kind of in and out. They'd become avoidant. They'd pull away. They'd disappear. They really didn't follow through and kind of keep their word consistently on being available. Well, what's going on with that guy? Is it just that he's afraid of intimacy? Sure. But why? What is he really afraid of? Well, these are guys who are afraid that as you actually get to know the real them, they're not going to be good enough. See, deep down, their core fear is the same as a, a lot of all of ours, which is, I'm not enough. But they're showing it in that hide-and-seek way of saying, I'm not going to let you get to know me well enough to actually reject me. I'm going to ghost you. I'm going to play hide-and-seek. Or the people-pleaser guys that overdo it, overdo it, overdo it, overdo it, and it's all about you. See, that wasn't Sarah's pattern. That was Melissa's pattern. People-pleaser men that she could control and then who eventually would act like little boys and she'd feel like their mommy. Guess what they were most afraid of? Being rejected by her. Her not thinking they were... Men deserving of her, not a deserving partner, not good enough. Same fear. But for them, it would show differently with anxious attachment, constantly worrying about her, feeling like they weren't good enough. So constantly trying to overcompensate and please her, doing, doing, doing for her all the time. Saying yes, even when they needed to say no for their own self-care, to the point where they'd start resenting her. See, it doesn't matter whether you're a Sarah or a Melissa, or whether you've tried both approaches, the narcissistic, selfish guys who won't commit, or the people-pleaser guys who overcommit and then pull away or resent. Whether you've dated avoidance or anxious attachers, the deep, deep fear is the same. It's just showing up differently. So what do you do about it? What did Sarah, what did Melissa do? It was us looking at the parts within them that still felt not good enough. You know, the reason we tolerate things is when we don't feel fully deserving. The reason will, for instance, you know, with Sarah, she was tolerating things in her workplace that we were practicing, rehearsing, and sending herself the message over and over again, I'm not worthy, I tolerate. I sell myself short. I put up with things. My needs don't matter. I don't really matter. I'll just make the best of it. So 
you attract a person who feels the same way about themselves at their core. The narcissist trying to pretend, trying to act, put on a brave face, the same way Sarah would to the world. I'm successful, I'm independent and strong. I got it all sorted out, but inside, I'm afraid I'll end up alone. I'm sensitive to feeling not good enough. I'm putting on an act, the same way the narcissist meant she was attracted or putting on an act. Or Melissa, not feeling good enough because of her fear she'd be abandoned, her fear that somebody wouldn't want to be with her. So again, projecting a certain persona out into the world that didn't match the truth of how she really would abandon herself the times when she would put getting projects done or giving to others or caretaking or rescuing others ahead of herself. The last person she treated well was herself. She didn't matter. So, of course, that became her susceptibility. It's why she ate it up when a guy would lavish attention on her, even though it was coming from an unhealthy place in him. It was only when she began to, in a healthy way, meet her own needs in a balanced way that she didn't go for the people-pleaser guys with the same, I'm not good enough fear. See, I'm not good enough can just dress up in different disguises, but it's still doing the same damage. How do you solve this equation? You know, an equation has an equal sign in the middle. And what's on the left equals what's on the right. And the way you stop having a partner on the right who doesn't feel good enough and either acts avoidant of intimacy or anxious and needy about it, the way you avoid having that, the way you release attracting partnerships, that are based on fear of not being good enough, is you focus on the parts of you that still don't feel safe and good enough. But that's the deeper work. And this is just the tip of that iceberg. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.